0: How's it going, guys? This
1: is Armchair Referees Podcast. I am the man, the myth, the legend, the one that wished he had 22-inch
2: guns, fake hockey. And I'm the bearded brother from another mother, the co-host, the one, the only, Chip Bayless. How's it going tonight, Chip? been a whoa, man. Uh, yeah. It's
1: been busy. We would like to apologize for last week. Unfortunately, I had to, I got mandated at work. I had to work two doubles over the weekend. Uh, work was crazy last week for me. Work was crazy last week for Chip. So, unfortunately, we weren't able to keep our streak going of nine weeks in a row, you but we're back. <laughs> but we are, <sighs> we are officially back and we're coming back with a vengeance. We're better than ever. We're So, uh, we're just going to dive right into this week, uh, week seven. Chiefs-Broncos, this game just finished up. Chiefs won won it, but the big thing is right now, Patty Mahomes is injured. He, He injured his knee.
2: I just finished work, and while I was on break, I went to go down to the cafeteria, turn on the TV, and just as I turned on the TV, I just see Patty Mahomes laying there with his helmet off, Hands on his head, and I'm sitting there like, "What just happened?"
1: Andy Reid has struck again. You don't run a quarterback sneak with an injured quarterback. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna put that one out there right now. So now
2: you're <laughs> wait a minute. So now you're telling me now thirty one other franchises are out there right now saying, "You know what? Now we got to take the quarterback sneak out of the playbook." We just saw Patrick Mahomes get hurt. Come on, dude. Tom Brady's been doing it for a while. He Peyton was, Manning's been doing it for a while. Drew Brees
1: is doing it now. He was already injured. He was in. He was already injured. Patrick Mahomes, before that play, was already injured. When you have an injured quarterback, you don't go, Hey, boss, go pick up this first down. Or, don't the Chiefs have a fullback, though? They have that Sherman. We have Anthony Sherman. Okay, yes. He's a freaking bowling ball Utilize back him. Give it to him. <laughs> Five yards and a cloud of dust. The NFL needs to go back to this shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know
2: what Andy Reid was thinking there. I mean, to, fullbacks to put, are people too. <laughs> I don't understand it's the National Football League. You're every play, you're putting yourself in harm's way, but to put Patrick Mahomes in that situation already knowing that the guy's already banged up enough as it is.
1: He's been banged A- up Andy, for 3 weeks.
2: Andy Reid, I don't know what you are thinking there, dude.
1: Andy Reid struck again.
2: <laughs> Times yours. <sighs>
1: Hurt his ankle week one against Jacksonville. Hurt it again against Detroit. And then he hurt it again last week. And then
0: this week.
1: So this week. So, like that wet and that same ankle, he hurt the knee. So, that same leg he, that he hurt the ankle on, he hurt the knee tonight. The so, it might be the Madden curse, but I, and you know what? I'm just going to chalk it up to Andy Reid. He loves doing this shit, okay? <laughs> Andy Reid struck
0: again.
2: I don't know, man. I mean, just the way his reaction was, though. Like he took the helmet off and he got his hands on his head. I'm like, dude, that's like, I you just knew right you then don't and fuck there. With like, your franchise quarterback, like, I that. knew right then and there, man. There was something definitely going on.
1: <sighs> fucking Andy Reid struck again. That's we're just gonna fucking end it there for right now. Because if I start talking about this too long, we're gonna be here for an hour. <laughs> All on the question patch is, of my injury.
2: real question is, how long can they really rally behind Matt Moore? We can't because you guys got like the. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys have like the Packers and Vikings coming up. We
1: here. have Packers next week. I, I think we have. And with the Matt Vikings. Moore, ugh, this, this shit's gonna get ugly right fucking quick. Uh, we're just gonna dive into backup? next uh, the rest of this week's predictions. Otherwise, I'm gonna be here for an hour talking about Andy Reid. Uh, so Raiders, Packers, the Raiders, and the Pack. In Lambeau. It's a 1 o'clock game. I still don't know how to read the, the Raiders. Neither do I. They're, they're, they're another Jekyll and Hyde team. You know, one we, week they one week, look like they're ready them, to go.
2: <laughs> and they look like the Raiders that we're used to seeing. And then, of course, we'll pick against
1: them. Look what happens. They look like the fucking uh, Chucky uh, Patriots. That's basically what they look like. <laughs> so, I... I don't know. Green Bay played very well last week. I was able to watch some of that game uh, while I was at work. Uh, their pass rush is still there. I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to take Green Bay, but I'm going to take Green Bay by a field goal.
2: Mm. I like Green Bay. I think it's going to be one touchdown. One tutty? One tutty. One tutty. Our producer's loving it right now because Because <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there thinking, yeah, these guys can pick the Packers all they want. But I'm telling you what, next week when you guys come in after the Raiders beat the Packers, you guys are in for it. And just, every time
0: they pick somebody, he's, re- he's ready now. And, don't, wor-
1: and don't worry, Raiders fans. Next year, when you're in Las Vegas, Chucky will have his little brother, <laughs> Jay there as a court as his off, offensive coordinator.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't getting no kind of yeah. No kind of, yeah.
1: We'll, but we'll dive into that some more later on in the episode. Uh Rams Falcons. I want to pick the Falcons so fucking bad right now. I <laughs> I still question <laughs> how we even
2: lost to Atlanta. Cuz that was like after they beat Philly, their, their ego grew so big and then ever since that the Falcons have just been
1: trash. You know what? I'm just going to say it. This is the upset of the week. Fake Hockeys, upset of the week. ATL by 12. Ooh. By 12. And the reason I'm saying this is because LA is, too is in now. this like, fucking warp zone. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, nothing's working. They just gave up two first round picks for a fucking corner, thinking that's gonna fix the fucking all. Done, done. At Atl by twelve. Matty Ice goes off. Matty Ice and Julio, they just start that connection. It's gonna be just throw, picking dimes and pick. Just let's rock and roll.
2: That's like the other day with the Rams too. I, don't, I just don't know about like what is going on with like Sean McVay, like his coaching style anymore. It's like where's
1: he got figured out. What it's is going on
2: with, like, Gurley? Like, Gurley's missing, man.
1: But girl that's been Gurley's M.O. for, like, years now. He just disappears. I he just—I
2: uh, don't get it, man. I, I might have to go with you here. I might have to go Falcons.
1: So, apparently, it's Armchair Referees upset of the week. Armchair Referees upset oh. of the week. <laughs> 49ers Redskins. Niners. Niners. It, it's... Yeah. Right. Niners. We, we aren't going we, <laughs> we to dive into Dude, this one gonna too far. We, we aren't going to dive into this too far. They're still going to throw out fucking Has, ha, Haskins. Haskins? Yeah, Haskins. They're they're still going to throw out Haskins. He's going to fucking throw to the other team. He's going to forget what colors he's wearing. And, you know, 49ers. Texans-Colts. Crucial matchup here. First place in the AFC South. Colts. Taking the Colts. You like the Colts? Colts by two tutties. Colts by two tutties? The brisket is ready.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. The Colts had that impressive win last Sunday night in Kansas City. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson, though, has been on fire. Two
1: tutties, Indianapolis. Two tutties, Indianapolis. All right. All all said and fucking done. Two tutties, Indianapolis.
2: I'm going to go with the hot team. I'm going with the Texans.
1: First disagreement of the of the, of the episode. <laughs> Vikings Lions. This is I feel like this, this is going to be, be a good, good game.
2: game. Yep, I feel good game here. I mean Minnesota pretty much thrashed my Eagles this past Sunday. I mean we made Kirk Cousins look absolutely unstoppable, and
1: it's just Eagles secondary man. It's just it's it's not yeah. Uh, the Lions looked good last week. I feel like they played a pretty decent ball game. Lions. Uh,
2: They're that the, surprising they've team had some
1: this year. Th- they are a surprising team
2: this year like looking at their like i mean they beat they beat Philly in Philly they played Kansas, they played City, Kansas pretty City pretty, pretty, pretty tough. tough to lose the way they lost to green bay we'll also, it was a good game it was a good game green bay. but i mean with like, all the
1: that game finally said it to me that this Detroit team is for real. I remember the last episode we were talking about it. We just did, we we needed this. We were to kind of more.
2: on we were kind of on separate ends. Like I was like, you know, you gotta watch out for Detroit, and then you were just sitting there thinking, like, I don't know, man. Detroit, I just can't
1: buy into I, I felt like Detroit was just taking advantage of Mahomes and the Kansas City offense just starting off rocky in the first half, you know, taking advantage of Philadelphia being, you know, kind stuck of in, a a in a rut. Yep. But I feel like they're that they're that team
2: Lions have been the, all the games that they played so far this year that they're in it. Like they're in till the
1: end. We can all we can all say and coach our other producer like he can vouch for this. The best teams are the ones that are able to capitalize on mistakes and to, able to capitalize on teams stuck in a rut. And that's what Detroit is doing right now. They're able to capitalize on other teams' mistakes, and that's why they're playing as well as they are. Detroit is for real. I don't think they're ready to win the. NFC North node no, no, not no, no. yet but they're almost there and Patricia's doing the right things. So, honestly, I have Detroit by field goal but a very good defensive It's it's game. definitely going
2: to be a good defensive game for sure. Um I think I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to pick the Vikings. I think the I think the uh the veteran team, the Vikings, I mean it's just you got Kirk Cousins against the Lions I mean I, I just don't know man I, I like the Vikings but at the same time I know it's going to be a close game and I do hope Detroit does beat the Vikings I can't
1: stand Vikings fans
2: <laughs> I can yeah. I can't after, after what they did to my Eagles man
1: you're just like thrashing like what is the, what, up with you there Chip like every week you just thrash a fan base last week it was Dallas this it's week, always going to be Dallas Minnesota. I, I will thrash Dallas any day of the week yeah, Dallas is trash <laughs> facts <laughs> facts Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Stash Daddy. Stash Daddy. It's Jacksonville. I, I Like, we aren't going to dive into it's this cincinnati. too much. It's fucking Cincinnati. We're on, cincinnati. Still- We're on yeah. to Cincinnati. We're on <laughs> to Cincinnati. We're on Cincinnati. We cincinnati we cincinnati we are not going to dive into this too much. Cincinnati, it, it, they're fucking god-awful. They just need to fucking tear it down and rebuild it. They need to start even, with,
2: even though they just got their new head coach this year.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. He just needs to tear apart that fucking roster and just rebuild it from fucking scratch. They, I was they thinking like as a whole organizational thing. thing. I was like, just tear the it the team, fuck down.
0: Just trade, relocate
1: Dude, <laughs> Cincinnati. Listen to me now. Trade fucking everybody, except for Mixon and Jesse Bates. They're a flood That's away it. from being Trade fucking everybody else and just rebuild the fucker. And <laughs> Dalton
0: for a, a six-round pick and a turkey sandwich.
1: Yeah, get what the fuck you can out of Andy Dalton. <laughs> As our producer said, I don't care if it's for a fucking six-round pick and a turkey sandwich. Just get rid of the fuckhead. Sold. <laughs>
0: school quarterbacks that are out in that system but
1: still have a chance somewhere else i here's the thing i i've never been bought in on andy dalton andy dalton to me he, he he's that prototypical success story from college was great in college it's like fucking matt weiner great in college just not a good pro quarterback and Andy Dalton's been that. He's had weapons for how many years? He's pretty had much a ceiling games. has been yeah. a ceiling
2: since his rookie year. <laughs> like, he, like, there has no, there's not been defense. any like increase or anything. It's like, it's up. just straight across. Like,
1: he's oh, he's been the same quarterback since no he's been drafted. Whatsoever. Like, he's had run games. He's had weapons around him. He's had defenses, and the guy can't win. Like, it, plain and simple, he can't win. Like, some like, of even when can they chalk fi- up.
2: Even when they finally did move on from uh, Marvin Lewis, it's like.
1: He still can't he fucking still win. Can't win. <laughs> like. He still he, he, can't, win, can't win. He He ne- can't win, Andy. He can't win. He has never just absolutely taken over a game. If you can show me one game that he's actually just commanded that whole entire game. Being a leader. And led that offense Fucking show me. Crickets. But I, I've never seen a game that he's absolutely taken over and just led the team to a win.
0: I'm going to say, guys, that Andy Dalton actually peaked in 2013, which was two, was his third year in the NFL, where he had 4,293 yards. Um, he averaged 268 yards per game, but he had 33 touchdowns and only um, only 20 interceptions. Right, yeah, yeah, well, it's easy only when you play the Browns twice a year. Okay. Wait, the, <laughs> This is what I'm saying. We're Andy. stop handing on the red. Bro, he's family <laughs> yes, well,
1: The jeans are for real.
0: <laughs>
1: the, the gingers. The, the thing is, I said I've never bought into the into Andy Dalton. There like some people have I, i've just never been that guy that's bought into Andy Dalton. Well, i just Andy. don't think the he's a was good yeah but well, no what, you you're, you're all about loving him right now come on what, what we're saying is he's never really peaked peaked. he's always been about the same as his rookie year he's never been up really up or really down it's been about the same player since his rookie year he's never really improved yeah you know i mean in the
0: past two years he hasn't Injured, you you banged up, and
1: that's another thing. So, like, you can't really just put it all on Marvin Lewis. Yeah, bulk of the problem was Marvin Lewis, but at the same time, when you can't, when you don't have a quarterback that's that can fucking win games, that's not or stay healthy, that's a whole other thing.
0: You put it on the system.
1: But he's had weapons.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you got to look at like offensively, like offensive line. Like, the, when do you like? I understand this past year, and I'm pretty sure the Bengals went offensive line first round this past year. But they but had they fucking had, Andrew every Whitworth, time
0: they did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They had probably the best left tackle in the league, like one of the best left tackles in the league. It's only one. It's, only one fifth. it's one fifth of the line, though, bro. They've had decent lines. They've had decent lines. The only problem is they never resigned their fucking linemen. <laughs> They always let him go off into fucking free agency. <laughs>
0: Remember
1: Whitworth? Whitworth? Yeah, left tackle. That's what I was saying. And then they had, uh, I forget his first name, but they had Bowling. He was a left tackle. He was a pretty good, pretty good lime, lineman. He he left in free agency, his Andre first Smith, free agency Andre move. Andre Smith. Left his left first his, fr- yep, first free, free agency move. They draft linemen well. They just don't re-sign him. So how the heck are you going to build an offensive line when you don't re-sign the good ones?
2: (laughs) That's a Bengals mentality, bro. Get
1: again! (laughs) Either way, just fucking tear it down, rebuild it. Just trade the whole fucking team.
2: They can't even keep Carson Palmer healthy. What the hell makes you think they're going to keep Andy Dalton afloat? Cardinals-Giants. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Although, although Kyler Murray's been looking nice the last couple weeks. The Cardinals looked very
1: nice last week. Like this is, I'm still going to go I think Giants. Car-
2: Cardinals coming to the East Coast, a one o'clock game. I'm going Danny Dimes. Yeah,
1: I'm still going to take Danny Dimes, but like by two toddies, maybe two toddies. Saquon coming back? That, I think Saquon's supposed to be back this week. I'm not too sure. Like they're the Giants are doing it fairly right on this one. They they aren't rushing him back. True. Like, but at the same time, like, you look at, like, Saquon's,
2: like, work, like, his, like, workout ethic and everything. Uh-huh. The dude's a freaking workhorse. Like,
1: <laughs> I'd say, he looked ready last like, week to like, come so,
2: back. Yeah, I'd say, even, like, a week after he, like, got injured, it was just, like, you saw videos of, like, him working out. It's like, wait, didn't he just, like, tear something uh-huh. in the house
1: and he's out here running? Like, uh, uh, the dude is a freak. So, like, I said the Giants are doing it right. They're easing him back into it. He's young. He's gonna be. He's gonna be there for a while. I think what they're doing is right. That and they're still playing. And that's very, very good true action. too. Because
2: like I, I like when the Giants took Saquon, and I sit there and look at the Giants offensive line. I'm like, they are gonna run this kid's wheels off. off. Like there's not gonna be any treads by like year three of Saquon.
1: All I can say, at least they're doing it. But like than you the said, kids.
2: they're they're definitely doing it, they're definitely doing it right for him. Like they're definitely treating this whole situation right by letting him just get conditioned, let him. They're easing them back. Easing back it. At, yep.
1: So, damn. Uh, uh,
2: Next game we have is the Dolphins at the Bills. Easy dub. Easy
1: dub for them. Easy dub. Them. Buffalo. Bills still winning. Buffalo <laughs> Wild Dubs. Buffalo Wild Dubs. And it's in Buffalo. It's not in Miami. It's in Buffalo. Bill's Mafia is going to be there to show. It is game on.
2: <laughs> easy, Dub. So easy. I could put you through a table right now.
1: Yep. Uh, Bill's Mafia by 28. Ooh. Four I was tutties. Say, I was gonna, I was, four tutties. I was going to say three tutties, but... Four tutties. Okay. Chargers Titans, Titans. I'm taking the Titans. you I was gonna say. I, we, I was hoping we were
2: gonna dive into this because the Ryan Tanny Hill, the Ryan Tannehill
1: Tanny Hill led the Tennessee
2: Tannehills
1: Titans by 21. 21 <laughs> on the bolts <laughs> on the bolts. Because here's the thing: the bolts are still that jackin' up high. Check on a high team. They played great last week. They're going to fucking suck it up this week. Yeah, but the
2: tra- <laughs> Steelers took – see, that's the thing I hate about the Chargers. Anybody that has to play in, in L.A., opposing teams, opposing team fan bases are easily going to take over that stadium. <laughs> it don't matter who the Chargers play. The, home, the, the away team opposing fan is easily going to take over that stadium. I can't stand the Chargers. Give me the Tennessee Tannehills.
1: Two tutties. By two tutties. Two tutties. At least we agree somewhat.
2: <laughs> this
1: is going to be a hell of a game. I can't wait for this 4 o'clock game. I, I'm going to find a fucking way to watch this 4 o'clock game. Ravens, Seahawks. This is going to be a great game. Who you Seahawks.
2: Got, you got the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind right now. Possibly it could be the league MVP right now. I mean, with the unfortunate circumstances with Mahomes, the dude has yet to throw an interception. He's just—Wilson's
1: just out of this world right now. And we all remember my pick for Rookie of the Year, DK, the freak, the, the Binkies. Metcalf. The Binkies. DK, the Binky Metcalf, has been playing out of his mind. Like, he's been playing like a two-year pro out there. High point footballs. His fucking routes have been on point. He is buying into the Pete Carroll system. I have the Seahawks by ten over the Ravens. I like that. I mean, that and they're playing that. in the twelfth man. They're playing. Say in they're the playing in man. Seattle. That, that Seattle it is fucking hard to win in Seattle. Especially on like especially being four
2: thirty. Oh yeah. The later it gets, I mean, in Seattle, which it's just going to get loud. No
1: one's going to be at church, people. That place is going to be packed.
2: <laughs> Speaking of church, we got the team that got blessed by the Pope this past week <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seahawks Bears. <laughs> we,
2: mean, got the, uh, we got the Saints, Saints Bears.
1: The Bears. You got the Bears. Is Mitch back, though? No, Mitch isn't back, but I'm still taking the Bears. It's at home. It's in the Windy City. The weather's starting to get colder. This ain't in no dome, New Orleans. (laughs) I can't trust Daniel, though. Oh, I can trust Daniel. Here's the thing. They're going to game manage the shit out of this with him. It's going to be a low-scoring affair. The Bears' defense is going to take over. The Mack truck is going to be chasing Teddy Bridgewater all around and maybe fuck up his knee again.
2: Let's get a little. Let's bump the brakes there a little bit, there, fake.
0: <laughs> yeah, I say like, we're, we're I not, not about wishing right. injuries to anybody. there. <laughs> I, I'm not
1: wishing any ill harm that was to like Teddy a Bridgewater. <laughs> I'm not wishing any ill harm to fucking Teddy Bridgewater. I'm just saying the Mack truck is going to be chasing him around. The King Bear himself. Don't get me
2: wrong. I love the Mack truck, but I, I think Teddy. I think the uh, I think Sean Payton's going to have a pretty good. Play uh, game plan for Khalil Mack. As long as he gets the ball out of his hand, But the quick. problem
1: is, it's just not Khalil Mack. You still got to worry tomorrow, about Akeem get Michael Hicks. Thomas going. You still got to worry about Keem Hicks, another great pass rusher. You got Big Eddie Goldman in the middle. It's just, so, like, if you focus on Khalil Mack, the other pieces are going to hurt you.
2: I think as, as long as as long as Teddy Bridgewater just gets the ball out of his hands, I, I think the Saints might have a chance in this game.
1: I I, as I said it's going to be a defensive game. But I have the Bears by a field goal. Because here's the thing. The Bears have this thing called a fucking kicker this year.
2: (laughs) Double doink.
1: (laughs) Their special teams is just fine right now. For now. Bears by a field goal.
2: I'm going Saints. Saints? I'm going Saints. Okay. Into the shy city. I mean, the Saints, they went into Seattle a couple weeks ago. And in Seattle, their first L. You, 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 you don't have to buy into it, but I'm just
1: saying. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater let him into Seattle. Duh, Bears. Sunday night football. Eagles. Cowboys. In Dallas. Jerry World. Good old fucking Jerry Welcome to Jerry World. We're still going to pay Brett, Dak Prescott like he's fucking Tom Brady, I swear to God.
2: <laughs> now, last week... Cowboys fans let's forget about that
1: we're just gonna forget about last week guys how we just fucking epically shit the bed I hope y'all <laughs> went up to your attics blew off the dust off them VHS tapes and started watching Emmett Smith streaking down the fucking sidelines watching
2: Aikman <laughs> hit Irvin on a
1: big post down the sideline cause that's the last time we actually looked good <laughs> I'm taking the Eagles I got the Eagles I got the Eagles by two touchdowns.
0: The Cowboys oh, just look oh, fucking oh, shaky
2: <laughs> Whoa Everyone's banged up in this game yeah, I, have going been, balls I have been seeing to the wall articles with my back and picks. forth It's like Cowboys injury Amari Cooper not, might not even be in this but He might not even be playing in this game So that's going to be a tough loss Tyron Smith, I don't know if he's even going to be in for the Cowboys And then you got the injuries for the Eagles The Sean Jackson looking doubtful As much as I'd like to have Deshaun Jackson back because he's definitely much missed. I mean, it's pretty bad. Miles Sanders, our rookie running back out of Penn State,
1: is looking like our best receiver right now. The the thing was with Deshaun Jackson, and most of these NFL teams are starting to like kind of key in on this. You have to have that receiver that's able to take the top off the defense. Yes. So, like Deshaun Jackson, the Eagles don't have that right now. He opens up.
2: up Nelson Aguilar, I'm sick of Nelson Aguilar. I can't. The dude. Well, no one covers him because he won't catch the fucking ball. The (laughs) dude can't catch a cold. Everyone's too he, focused on Alshon he, Jeffrey, and it's like Al, Jeffrey's not even a speed guy either. He's just a, a, a <laughs> possession receiver.
1: He's a, he's that big red zone threat that's going to be. I
2: honestly do think, though, this is going to be the game. I think it's going to be Wentz and Hurts. It's got to be the game Wentz and Hurts. They got to get something going. Even Goddard. They got to get Wentz and Goddard going. Eagles by two toddies. I'm going to say Eagles by a field goal. By a field goal? I'm, it's going to be a close game. It's a it, divisional game. Sunday night football. Jerry World. Eagles-Cowboys, I'm
1: going to Eagles with a field goal. Stick to my guns. Eagles by two tutties. You, hear it? you heard it here first. <laughs> Patriots-Jets. No fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way. <laughs> I don't care who the fuck... New York marches out there right now. They are not beating New England. Sammy D. <laughs> it is not fucking happening. Sammy D. <laughs> they can march Sammy, uh, fucking Sammy D out there with his mono ass and he still ain't going to fucking Listen, win.
2: <laughs> if he can beat mono and he can beat the Cowboys, he can beat New England. He can beat New England. Hold on,
0: hold on. Elaborate, elaborate plot, elaborate plot. Sam Darnold contracted mono. So then he would kiss... One of the male guys that is within the Patriots organization, which they then kissed Bill Belichick. And then, whenever Tom Brady and Bill Belichick kissed after the game, it was sabotage our season. You see what's going on here? Sam Darnold took one for the team, not just to win the division. He's going to go and win, he's going to get the Bills the position. Sammy D died for your taking sins. Tom Brady out with the mono. <laughs> Write it down. It's gonna right now. Like,
2: he's going to send the I mono back to Foxborough.
1: And you heard it here first, folks. This Ooh, is going to be do Chip's do Walk do of the Week. Do, 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 do. Sammy D. Who do you want to win? The goddamn Jets. Conspiracy theories with the armchair referees. <laughs> Back to reality. No fucking way does this happen.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no Fucking way in God's green fucking earth, does the Jets protect their home turf here? No one's gonna show up for the fucking game. It's a Monday <laughs> night game. It's at eight o'clock, and it's still gonna prime be. time. <laughs> prime time in New York. There, there Yes, still, there are still gonna be more Patriots fans Monday in MetLife Stadium.
2: Like- where are people going to be at? You people going to be waiting at Madison Square Garden for a Knicks game? Get real.
1: No, Get I, real. No, because I think that no, they're going to be waiting for the fucking Rangers game because the Rangers play at home that, on Monday night. But the fact of the fucking matter is there's going to be more fucking New England Patriots fans in Metlight Stadium than there is going to be fucking That's Jets That's fine. Fans. Let them waste their money for this trip because <laughs> Sammy D is taking them down. No fucking way. New England... By fucking twenty eight, it's gonna be a fucking shit show. <laughs> Tom Brady's gonna to be fucking just throwing dimes and fucking annihilating shit. Let's let's remember here: New England has the number one fucking defense in the NFL right now. That's and
2: yes, the what? Their offense ain't even really doing that the much.
1: I don't care. It's the fucking hoodie. We it's all the know hoodie. the hoodie plays better when he coaches better when he's facing the Jets. The Jets have only beaten the hoodie one time, and that's when they had fucking Eric Mangini. <laughs> Genie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> no, sorry. Eric Ma- No, Eric Mangini. Went- sexy Rexy. Genie in the, bottle, baby. <laughs> they- the last time the Jets beat fucking New England, they had Sexy Rexy. The f- it- the f- it's the not foot fucking fetish. happening. It's not fucking happening. Sexy Rexy in this Rexy with his lifetime foot not in this millennia. It's not fucking happening. <laughs>
2: You know I had to stir the pot. You had your
1: lock in the week. I had to get my lock. And it had to be something absolutely ridiculous. No. What's fucking ridiculous is this goddamn fucking Marcus Peters trade. How the fuck do you let Marcus Peters go for only a fifth and fucking some bum-ass player? (laughs) That's that
2: Rams mentality, dude. They are desperate. No,
1: that's beyond desperate. That's just idiotic. That's stupid. <laughs> flag on the play.
2: Well, we got a flag on the play. It wasn't the
0: fifth. It was the fourth round. Two firsts and a fourth Two first Two firsts and a fourth. Round. He said fifth. We gotta make sure. Did
1: Baltimore give up a first?
0: Yeah, see, because they were talking about what Baltimore we're for Marcus Peters, not what they gave up for Jalen
1: Ramsey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Marcus yeah, Peters Marcus was Peters. fucking traded for a fifth and a fucking. I say Jalen Ramsey. Jalen
2: Ramsey was a first and
1: two firsts. How do you give up a young, two-time Pro Bowl cornerback for only a fucking fifth and some bum ass fucking player?
2: <laughs> Ravens got they got steel. When you still need a number is...
1: two corner. You, just get, you practically just gave Baltimore the fucking gift horse and said, "Hey, give me the fucking turkey sandwich." No, I don't need no more. <laughs> that was—that is the dumbest trade I have seen in years, and I have seen some stupid fucking trades in my lifetime.
2: <laughs> I mean, being an Eagles fan, the dumbest trade I've ever witnessed was LeSean McCoy for Kiko Alonso. Thank easily, you. that was by far the dumbest trade of all time. That was a
1: pretty f- dumb trade. <laughs> on the track to be
0: Frank
2: Gore. He is. The dude could probably play
1: until he's like nearly 40. Frank, Gore's an, uh, Frank Gore and LaShawn McCoy, they, they are like a different fucking breed. Okay? I'm, conf- I'm convinced yeah, they found— Yeah, but still
2: serviceable,
1: man. That's what I'm saying. They're a different fucking breed. I'm convinced they found the fountain of youth, and they just aren't fucking telling anybody. They're just taking, like, like, in their Gatorade bottles. That's not Gatorade. That's Fountain of Youth water. <laughs> right on Frank Gore. They're just fucking here, bathing it, motherfucker.
0: <laughs>
1: Frank Gore's got
2: Michael's stuff.
1: <laughs>
2: Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he's been taking. He ain't telling, no he ain't telling anybody. That's Frank Gore's secret.
1: And that, And then... That, then the Rams turn around and fight, trade two first-round picks. I for knew fucking something. Was, I knew
2: something was brewing Tuesday because when I saw they got rid of Marcus Peters and sent him to the Ravens, I'm sitting there thinking, "This has to be Ramsey. They're going after Ramsey."
1: But still, why the fuck did and you? Sure trade enough, hour, a couple of hours. Peters in general
2: was like, not even an hour went by. It was whenever Ramsey went to the Rams, and it's just like, oh,
1: so there we go let's like so let's let's think about this okay they're down a keep to leap like they don't know when he's coming back like they still don't have an ETA on when he's going to be able to return from this injury he's getting older for another thing so you still need a number two I get you're gonna have to pay Ramsey
2: Rams are just starstruck, man. It's like you look at last offseason when they brought in the Domkin Sioux and Akeem um, Tlaib.
1: If you ask me, no matter they're what. They're
2: starstruck, man. I don't think they they're They buy be... into too much hype. And that's all it is. They're, they're trying to get their fans to sell into what they're trying
1: to produce. My biggest thing is I don't think they're going to be able to, to sign Ramsey because here's the thing. They're still going to pay Jared Goff. They just paid I say Gurley's contract's absolutely ridiculous. They just paid Gurley. They just paid Cooks. And they sure just they, paid fucking Aaron, like Aaron Donald. Donald. Where the fuck are they gonna get the money to pay able to afford Jalen Ramsey? So you just had a quarterback in Marcus Peters, a two time Pro Bowl, young corner that was on a affordable deal that was fitting into your future. You trade him and you're still not going to be able to pay, pay Jalen Ramsey. So, basically, you just gave up two first-round picks for a rent a player.
0: There's they're basically going
1: him they're for they're the basically season.
2: kicking the treads on the Jalen Ramsey yeah, train uh, guys, here.
0: Los Angeles Rams, as of right now, have the, um, let me see, 1, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight worst cap in the league. They are 25th. Yeah, I'll say their they caps got to uh, be terrible. Uh, almost 5 million in cap space. And let's. Just for comparison, the Indianapolis
2: Colts are the number one with forty five million.
1: So yeah, I said it because I'll say, that they, I'll you're say you. are i to win now. not later.
2: Yeah, say not but you later, just gave
1: up two first round picks for a guy you may only get for one season. I kind of like
0: dig the philosophy if they're willing. to go
1: they're going, all in if they're, say, they're going all in, saying.
0: If the chip right now.
2: Looking back, good. I say like come but February now, if the Rams are in the bowl right now. It's worth it. It's worth it, but. Futuristically,
1: it's not going to help. But the thing is, yeah, it's not going to help We're at right. all because here's my thing Peters wasn't the issue. Peters was still playing great. He's the still still second playing. guy, the, sp- the, whole team, man. <laughs> the, the second guy that they had playing as the number two corner was the one getting his fucking pants burned off. So you bring it, trading in one corner to bring in another corner, you're still going to have that issue with the other corner. So, Jalen Ramsey can't cover four guys.
0: No, but he can shut
2: a quarter part of the field field down, down, yeah. And
0: it makes it a lot easier to play defense.
1: Marcus Peters
2: does the same thing! Especially with the talent (laughs) that the Rams
1: have, too, with Darnold and... How well is that working for them right now? (laughs) They should have kept their first two rounds two first round picks, I don't care if they were 28s, 30s, 32s you can still bring in decent talent in the later parts of the first round and you can bring more defensive help in or more offensive help in. You basically just gave up two first round picks for a guy you mainly only get for one season
0: yeah, but see, the and Rams, now you have no way to replace him. But them. do the Rams
2: <laughs> trust their scouting well, department though? This all boils
0: down to, can
2: they it. develop their they, draft they, picks they, though? Wait,
0: off as a win. But if they don't go the and they don't win the Bowl, which is very highly unlikely, It's NFC title robust. It's very highly likely. Yeah. that they're not. And they lose years to come.
1: Here, yeah. Here's the thing. They haven't looked that good in, in the first place. Like, they don't look like a playoff team to no, me
0: right now. They
1: figured a, out right McVay. now, they don't even look like a playoff team. So if they miss playoffs, right, and they just traded – Two first-round picks. It's on the organization then. And then they can't bring back Jalen Ramsey. You basically just traded two first-round picks for fucking nothing because he's gone at the end of the season. Yeah, and now Jags what the fuck do you have? Right
0: now. Yeah, It was a Jags. dumb trade.
1: Meanwhile, the Jaguars are going to be sitting there in February laughing. <laughs> going, hey, thanks, bro. You just gave yeah, us we'll the ability to replace Jalen Ramsey with another rookie and, now, and plus another guy. Plus another first-round pick that we can use somewhere else. They're going to build around Stash Daddy. That's
0: football.
1: It was a dumb trade. A trade that neither one of those trades should have happened. They should have kept Marcus Peters. They should have never traded for Jalen Ramsey. It's fucking done. But you kind of had to
2: figure, too, with the trade deadline looming, there there was going to be something. like.
1: They shouldn't have made a move at all unless bringing in another veteran corner.
2: Like, you knew someone was going to try to make a— blockbuster trade before the trade led on. they should we not, still not got have like been the ones making half. the
1: blockbuster trade <laughs> we
2: still got like another week and a half till it's over like there's still players out there being evaluated
1: right now so I, right now the, there's a few guys on that trade block rumor Xavier Howard being one in Minnesota why the fuck Minnesota's thinking about getting rid of mean, their, uh, Xavier Rhodes yeah Xavier Rhodes sorry why the fuck Minnesota's thinking about getting rid of their top corner when they're playing halfway decent's beyond me, but you know, it's Minnesota. It's fucking Minnesota. Hey, by all means, Minnesota, if you want to trade Kansas City a fucking corner, more, more power to you. Or maybe hell, maybe the LA Rams say, hey, you know what? We'll take that fifth that we got for fucking Marcus Peters, and we'll give you a fucking second, and we'll bring in fucking Xavier Rhodes here. Aw, oh, you're not gonna get that away
0: from Minnesota. They're rumbling. Right
1: it's right? fucking you're Minnesota.
0: Well,
1: that's the thing. Not for no picks. That's the thing. Minute, why the fuck Minnesota's even put him on the block or even entertaining offers for him is beyond me. The, the, hey, the guy's still the young. Piece.
0: Put it out there see what
1: happens. But the guy's still young. Fucking put Kirk Cousins on the fucking trade
0: ball, <laughs>
1: goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk just abused him. Like, pretty sure Kirk just <laughs> abused the living hell okay, out of but, me. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think he's ever doing it again. Now is the time to trade him. Get what you can out of him. Maybe you get a first round pick out of him and you just wash your hands of that
0: Maybe fucking deal. Maybe if the deal. game was at like
2: 8 o'clock last Sunday. Hell
0: yeah. Because he can't he play at prime time. Yeah,
2: he
1: still can't win a fucking prime time. Bright game. lights, big stage, Kurt chokes. Miami, trade for Kirk Cousins. You'll be just fine. <laughs> I don't know, man. Wash your hands of that fucking deal, Minnesota. Still I'm still not buying it. Pretty anything.
2: sure Miami's tanking for Tua.
1: <laughs> the fucking tank ball. <laughs> I don't know,
0: is it Tua or Abe Herbert Herbert? Whatever the fuck is the Dude, name? I'm tired Herbert right was now. Supposed, He was supposed
1: to go to the like
2: like if he would have came out this past year, the Giants were definitely high on him, but I I'm still
1: saying it. I've been saying it since the beginning of, the, of this I can't I just can't pod. trust the
2: Oregon quarterbacks. I can't trust them. No, you can't trust Joey Oregon Harrington. Psh, Mariota could be the, Mariota's probably out of Tennessee now.
1: Yeah. I you know what? I did say it though. I did say it. You did. That episode one, fucking go back and listen. Episode one, I said it. If Mariota does not play well, Tanny Hill's gonna come back come in. And what do you know? Danny Hill's on the rise. As I said you don't give up a fucking second round pick for a quarterback unless you're playing on possibly using him. No, we agree with
2: that. I, I think I agreed in that
1: episode. Plain and simple. It's just how it fucking worked out. And I've been saying it for a while now. Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, he's coming out this year. I don't care what any of you guys think say. so? Trevor Lawrence is coming out this year. I he's don't been know, man. He wins good. another national title, he's, man. I think he's not
0: ready
2: yet. I, I, don't, I, been, I, I agree with
1: Coach. I don't he, think he's ready here's yet. Here's the thing. It's, it's a weak quarterback class this year coming up, for the most part. Because I don't uh, – who's that guy that Oklahoma has? Um, what is it, Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen
0: Hurts. J- he's not over. NFL. He's, not, no, he's, he's not an NFL, NFL quarterback. quarterback. Either.
1: Someone, uh, The only way he's getting drafted if he's willing to move to running back. That's what Jalen Hurts is. He's a fucking running back. And or someone's. Slot yeah, or a SWAT receiver. receiver. Kyle like kind of Braxton Miller's like doing and now that. And that's yeah. what it's going to be. They're going to tell that's him, listen. Chance. I say Cardell either, Jones is doing that too, I think. And that's exactly what the fucking. Yeah. And that's what these NFL teams are going to tell him. Either you're going to switch positions or you aren't going to get drafted because you're not a fucking quarterback. And that's exactly what the fuck they're going to tell him. So it's a weak quarterback class Because outside of the Oregon guy And um, Oh fuck what? We were just talking about him It just completely slipped my Trevor fucking Lawrence? No Tua. Tua. Tua Outside of Tua And uh, the quarterback uh, Herbert
0: Herber. out of
1: Oregon Who the fuck else is there I, know, dude
0: from
2: LSU. I say Burroughs he's, I think he's going to win the
1: Heisman I got Burrows one in the Heisman. So right there's only four. It's a weak quarterback class. Lawrence is coming out this year. I'm telling you right now. I I just don't think he's ready. I think give him one more year, Clemson. he's coming out. He's coming out. He's he's already talked about it. He's. Either way, fucking point is. I we're completely sidetracked. I can't even remember what the fuck we were talking about. We were talking about fucking trades. Danny Hill. Anyhow. <laughs> you guys fucking keep on giving me off fucking subject here. <laughs> uh Tanny Hill's team. Now this just came came in I think today. I think March uh, it was either today or yesterday. Martell Bennett has been officially um suspended from by the Patriots, it wasn't by the NFL. It was by the Patriots. So, I I don't know the full story up in there. This week in the NFL has been fucking insane. Bennett
2: doesn't buy into the Patriot way. That's plain and simple. He just well, doesn't, the,
1: he doesn't buy into. He doesn't
2: either. buy it anyway. But
1: <laughs> like, this is a guy that fucking— su- I, you know, I'm ca- like
2: as an Eagles fan when we sent him to New England, I'm sitting there thinking I'm like this guy is gonna like he's not gonna be able to. Belichick's gonna get rid of him. Because I don't, like, it's like, yeah, pro- like, production-wise, you're definitely getting a decent player. But, like, off the field, antics and everything, like, the way that he, like, speaks his mind and everything. Just the like, way he operates. Belichick ain't going to, like, it's not It's not the Patriot way, dude.
1: And then Jay got finally got fired. I said it the last episode. He knew he was done.
2: I mean, the dude was out smoking cigarettes and
1: hanging out with young teenage girls, dude. Dunskies. College chicks, at least. Dunskies. But at the same time, I don't chalk it
0: completely up. to When the that jet. dude
2: comes out and admits that he has no game plan for the Patriots, I think. I think. And then, what a day or two after that, he's
1: videotaped hey. smoking a cigarette. Jay just stopped giving a fuck. I think Jay quit giving a fuck because he was stuck in that fucking organization. Dan
2: Snyder, by far the worst owner in the NFL. Yeah,
1: I as much as I hate Jerry
2: Jones, Dan Snyder, absolute. I think worse. it was one of
1: those things where he was called in and was like, "You're going to start Haskins," and he's not buying into Haskins yet. I don't. Gurdon never bought into Haskins in the first place. He didn't even want yeah. Haskins in the draft. So I, I think it's one of those things where he had no, ch- no. No in personnel. So he couldn't bring in the players so that So basically it was a trap right down tra- there from April. Yeah. Like you just had to know like it was one of those things where he couldn't bring he couldn't pick the personnel. He couldn't put people in place for um, his his system. System, he, yeah. You know. So you can't coach these guys when you can't bring in the personnel that you need. To win football games.
2: And see, I kind of knew there was another sign of him being out because I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, Jay Gruden had Kirk Cousins for majority of his time in D.C. and Kirk Cousins actually thrived.
0: I think But it's for gonna, some
2: reason, the Redskins as an organization kept dicking around and was like, oh, we'll, we'll just give you the franchise tag. Franchise tag, Kirk, it's okay.
1: We're not going to pay I, you. I think, it's one, I think Jay's going to be in college somewhere next year. I think he's going to take the Lane Kiffin route. He's going to go to college. He's going to coach college.
2: Okay, now here's another thing. Jason Garrett. He's done. You think Garrett's done?
1: I think he's done
2: because there was a moment during that Jets Cowboys game this past Sunday. Cowboys were coming back onto the sideline. Garrett's like coming out, like trying to give like high fives. You know, yeah. Players
1: weren't even bothered. Like they (laughs) didn't even. They pretended Garrett didn't even exist. The, the clapper is done after the season. Because here, here's the thing. The one thing I've noticed with Jason Garrett. The, the ginger guy, clapper. The, the fuckers always clapping. Oh, it was a negative five. Good job, guys. Way, way to fucking hustle out there, guys. Good fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fucking negative five yard run. What the fuck are you clapping at? Okay.
2: Now you saying for he, the Cowboys. He's
1: been hanging on to his job for a th- by a thread for a few years Past now. Past couple years. Yeah. If he loses to Philadelphia this week, I won't be surprised if Jerry comes to that fucking podium and goes. I don't. We, I don't we really,
2: know if it's going to be after this week. We really, I think they're going to at least give him the nod and wait till after this season,
1: because some tells but me. But here's the thing: that's not Jerry. That's not Jerry's style. I'm telling you right now: they dropped the game to fucking Philadelphia this week. Jerry's going to come up to that podium and be like, "We we really appreciate everything Mr. Garrett did for uh, the Dallas Cowboys organization, uh, but we've decided that." We need to move on.
2: See, and here's the thing about the Cowboys. Don't worry,
1: we gave him a G5. He's flying high.
2: Thing about the Cowboys, though, like here. Uh, he, okay, let's 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 do this. Let's predict future head coaching positions. Okay, Redskins. There's been stuff going around, and I know Steeler fans ain't gonna like this, but there's the Mike Tomlin theory. The Redskins could go that route. No, no way Tomlin leaves Pittsburgh. I don't see it happening either. There's also the Redskins can go to the college route. And here's the thing. I think the Cowboys have their eye on someone already. Lincoln Riley out of, out of Oklahoma.
1: I don't think Lincoln's leaving yet. Not yet? Not yet.
2: Maybe Brian Kelly out of Notre Dame? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm not saying for Cowboys, but the Redskins possibly. But
1: Now, I, I, I don't see Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame either. I think the Redskins are going to do the same thing they always do. They're going to make a boneheaded decision. They're
2: going to try to get the hot commodity.
1: They're going to try to fucking pick up some coordinator everyone else has fucking interviewed and decided not to fucking hire. (laughs) It's the fucking Redskins MO. Dan Snyder's like, oh,
2: you've been interviewed by five teams? You.
1: (laughs) Now, Dallas, outside of Jason Garrett... They've always.
2: Maybe they go a young mine.
1: They've always gone. They've always been very they got good Jimmy, with their hiring. They, they got Jimmy Johnson yeah. out of Miami. They, so they've always been smart. Now, the one thing I've heard murmurs about, and I read one report online about, apparently, Jerry. Likes Kellen Moore. I was about a lot. to say, I was
2: about to say that this is where I was going with a young mind, because they named Kellen Moore the offensive coordinator this year for the Cowboys. During the offseason, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't this dude just like the second or third string quarterback for them? Yeah, like he was two their second ago? string quarterback. And now he's an offensive coordinator? So there's something inside that organization. They're 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 home, they're building from within. So I think if Jason Garrett if they don't go to the college route and get maybe a, per se, Lincoln Riley, I could see them possibly going Kellen Moore.
1: I think Garrett's Gonzo Alonso this year, no matter what, unless he wins a fucking Super Bowl. I think that's – or, like, at least makes it deep into the playoffs. I think that's the only thing that would save his job, but I don't foresee that happening.
2: Neither do I. I don't see the Cowboys. It, and as I said – Maybe what, even – to the divisional round. From what I've... divisional round at best. I don't... NFC title, Super Bowl, no.
1: Like, as I said, from what I've read and from what I've seen, Jerry Jones likes Kellen Moore a lot. Like, Jimmy Johnson a lot. I can see Kellen Moore taking over that team next year as the head coach. See, like, I, see I've been
2: seeing, like, Lincoln Riley rumors and now I'm just sitting there I'm like, yeah,
1: Lincoln Riley wouldn't which, be too bad, but... It's like, don't get me wrong. I like Kellen Moore a lot. Like, I liked him when he was in Boise, 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 Boise State. Boise State. State. Like, I I like what he's doing with the offense. And in Dallas, do I think he's ready for a head coaching job? Fuck no, no. absolutely not. I I, but, don't, I think he needs a few more years as a coordinator. Fuck, maybe even just going to college and do, spending a few years in college. I don't think he's ready for a head coaching job. Now everyone can be fucking Doug Peterson. Spend three years at the high school level, get hired on as a as an NFL coordinator. Spend three years as an NFL coordinator, then get a fucking head coaching job, okay? And then go off two years and do his head coaching career and fucking win a Super Bowl. Not everyone can do that shit.
2: <laughs> Rocking the visor. <laughs>
1: I I think Kellen Moore needs a few more years as a coordinator, or just like within a coaching staff before he takes over.
2: That's the thing about the NFL though they they want the they want the young commodity though.
1: Nowadays they want nowadays, the nowadays it's
2: commodity. all about getting the young coaches.
1: Like they, they like all these fucking owners have seen. Oh well, fucking McVay's McVay fucking and done it. Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan and fucking have done it in their fucking thirties. That's and the way they we were gotta both go.
2: Under J with the Redskins too.
1: My thing is that I like Kellen Moore. I think he he would be a great coach, but I think he just needs a few more years underneath and within a coaching staff before he takes over a coaching staff. So until
2: then, the Cowboys will find at least a serviceable
1: head coach until
2: possibly making the hire to Kellen Moore.
1: Uh, That or possibly. They might promote somebody within, again, just not Kellen Moore.
2: That's going to be tough because looking at the Cowboys staff, it's like, who are they, you're give, what, you're going to give Rod Marinelli the freaking head coaching gig? Why not? Dude, Rod Marinelli is <laughs> old as hell. It's like Vic Fangio
1: with the Broncos right now. Uh, maybe they'll bring Sexy Rexy in.
2: You know, I actually heard uh, there was actually another name that was actually in the Redskin rumor mill. Sexy Rexy. I could see it. Rob's already in D.C., He's a defensive line coach, so... Why not?
1: <laughs> Let's do it! The tag team Ryan brothers. Although, at the same time, I would love to see Rex Ryan back in college. You remember when he used to coach uh, Boston College? Yes. I fucking loved watching Boston Honestly, College. Honestly, I think he, he rocked the sweater
2: vest better than Jim Trestle did.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. Easily. Did you, did you? I remember I was watching him coach a game, right? He was in, like, full leather jacket, leather gloves up there in Boston football guy oh yeah that was a football guy that moves. was for sure like, it was football cold guy shit move. leather jacket had the bc up on it leather gloves like he was rocking it out
2: <laughs> now if he just had those black shades that he wore during hard knocks
1: <laughs> when he's with the jets let's go get some fucking cheeseburgers <laughs> hey, yeah um while we're on coaches If you would have to pick one coach right now and college football that's on the hot seat, who would you go with? Because we're starting to get deep in the season. Like, this week marks, you know, six weeks basically left for college football. I got to say Jim Harbaugh, bro. Harbaugh's in the hot seat. If he Big loses time. to Penn State this this weekend, I think
2: he's in a hot seat regardless. Uh, before even this tomorrow's
1: game against Penn State, Here, here's the thing: if, if he goes into Happy Valley and wins and pulls off the upset against Penn State, I
2: don't see it happening. I
1: think that would save his job, metaphorically speaking.
2: See the thing with Michigan this season, though, it's like you're number seven at home. You went double overtime with Army. And the big house. Double overtime. With Army. This I, ain't this I wonder is, if they'll ever schedule Appalachian
1: State ever again. They they won't.
2: <laughs> that that's still today gives Michigan fans nightmares. But I honestly I gotta say for sure it's definitely gotta be hardball in the hot seat. Do I see him coming back in the NFL? Fuck no.
1: I don't know, man. It depends if teams are that desperate. Here's the thing, he's not winning in college, so why the hell would an NFL team take a chance on him? I mean, possibly go
2: to Baltimore with his brother. I mean, be a coordinator there. But other than that, I, I mean, it depends. Like I said, I mean, the team's got to be desperate.
1: My 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 pick is Chip Kelly. Chip's on the hot seat. Chip's been on the hot seat for. Here's the thing. UCLA started the season ranked. Got their fucking pants blown off by Cincinnati last week. Cincinnati also
2: beat UCF though. Sorry, not last week. This is a couple weeks ago. Yeah, this is a couple like weeks week ago. Week
1: one or week two. They got they got their fucking pants blown off by Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Like, don't get me wrong. Cincinnati looks good.
2: thing is, Chip Kelly basically took the same staff he had when he was at Oregon, took it to the NFL, and it's basically the same concept. Like, Chip, at what point do you just, like, stop and think to yourself, this is not going to work anymore. People have figured me out. It's time to mix it up. It's time to start a new—
1: Although— Game I, plan. I watched the uh, UCLA Stanford game tonight. UCLA, UCLA, whenever I left my house before leaving here to come record, they were destroying Stanford. I mean, like they were looking good against Stanford. But Stanford's not I, the team but, but that but they've like, been over the yeah, last couple of years. I understand though. Stanford's not that team. But here's the thing Stanford's defense, defensively, is still the same team they've been for the past few years ago. They still have guys on that defense. They're still recruiting guys that are NFL talent, or at least he's going to be NFL serv- serviceable talent on that defensive side of the football. And when I left my house, UCLA was up 27-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter. And DTR was probably looking the best that, they, that he has looked all season. So they picked up their second, from what I'm seeing here, they picked up their second win. UCLA picked up the second win this
0: week.
2: Well, that's fine, Tonight. but then they then they got Arizona State next week, and Arizona State's
1: pretty good, so. Speaking of which, can we just talk about Arizona State here real quick? Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. Everyone's like, oh, That it's dude up. has
2: turned the program around big
1: time. I remember when he took that job. They're like, you've been out of football too long. You're washed up. Your, your old school mentality is not going to work in the new age college football. Look at him now. Herm Edwards is my boy. I love me some Herm. You play to win the game. <laughs> you play to win the game. <laughs> Still taking the Jets Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're just going to jump right into this uh, last topic here real quick. Philadelphia is on the management hunt. We've heard some names getting passed around. Today, I heard about Joe Girardi. He's going to be interviewing for the job. Um, I know, Chip, I forget all the names that you rattled off to me before that. I've seen show. Buck
2: Showalter, who I, in my honest opinion, I really like because he's not an analytics guy like Girardi. Girardi I, I comes agree. from the Capler situation. I can't do a Girardi. I can't go through that again.
1: I agree with Chip. Um, there
2: is Dusty Baker.
1: I don't like Dusty.
2: I can't do Dusty either. I know he's got the whole Nationals thing with Bryce. It just
1: yeah. And
2: where now, where'd that get them though? Nowhere.
1: nowhere. So, um I said I with all the names I've heard so far in that rumor mill of uh, Philadelphia potentially hiring. I like Buck Showalter the most. As well, I think Buck Walter would improve the Philadelphia team.
2: Like, he's, he's definitely for sure a baseball guy. He's not about analytics like Kapler mm-hmm. and Girardi.
1: He's going to pick the best team to go out there and win. Exactly. I
2: And that's what we need. None of this – Like I, I can't think Gabe
1: is a pure farm system guy. I think that's what the fuck he should be doing. He should never have been handed the keys to a 10 LP team. Maybe in a few years, he'll be finally be ready to be able to do that. But as of right now, no.
2: We also got to talk about the World Series, too, because we got the
1: Nationals? The Nats? The Nats? I didn't see that one happen. Did not see the Nationals. My picks were completely wrong from last uh, last episode. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Because I picked Minnesota and St. Louis going to the World Series. I had St.
2: Louis and Houston.
1: And we now have the Nats and possibly even
2: the Astros. They're, they just took a demanding three one lead right now on the Yankees in the
1: ALCS. So we're just going to say the Stros. Stros. It's going to be the Stros. This I, were, I'm still not buying into the Nats. I'm they're still They're a young not team, dude. In.
2: They're young. I'm still not buying into. They got into some personalities. It. Thing about it is, I like the Astros. I like the Astros from the beginning when this whole playoff even started. Even though I was a little bit biased it, with the Cardinals, I did like the Cardinals, but I didn't, like I said, I mean, we both here, sitting here now, we did not expect the Nationals to be in this position. Yeah. A good run by the Nationals, but I think it's going to come to the end in the World Series by
1: the Astros. Here, here's my thing. If the Yankees come back and possibly find a way and battle back and, and fight, Ver, b- battle back into the World Series. Verlander's on the mound tomorrow night. I think it would be a very competitive series that will go to seven. If it's Yankees, Nats, if it's the Astros, it, I, I don't think it's a very competitive. I'll uh, definitely stay
2: tuned into series. the World Series because the last couple of years, it's just the World Series. I just can't really. Yeah, it was fun to see Chicago, the Cubbies, win their first World Series since yeah. 1908. That was awesome to witness. It was pretty cool to see Boston, you know, after the whole uh, situation that they were going through to rally behind one another and they – ended up winning a title yeah to see the astros win a world series finally that was pretty cool um but for sure definitely gonna stay tuned to this one i mean it's definitely like I mean, the nationals like no one expected the nationals to be in this position astros still dominating i'm st- i'm definitely gonna stay tuned into the world series definitely tuning yeah. into it just because cannot, it's, just, it's not, not the way we see it panning out it's not it's not the dodgers it's not the Red Sox. It's not the Yankees. So
1: fucking happy. It's not the Dodgers. <laughs> Thank God.
2: The big. I've never seen a franchise, any alone, any franchise in any sport, be choke so snake bitten and just choke left and fucking right. That's great, LA. You can have over 100 wins every season, but when it comes playoff time, what do you guys do? Don't win. <laughs> choke. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm like I said. I'll definitely be tuning into the world series like i said i got the Stros. that's a good run but strohs are just too
1: good yep so that's how we're gonna wrap it up for the uh for tonight episode nine is in the books we appreciate appreciate everyone liking the facebook page tuning in checking out the podcast you know giving us our lessons um Really appreciate, yet again, Black Paisley Records letting us use their music. Make sure you check out their YouTube. They're on Facebook. Check out their Twitter. Check out their, Black Paisley has their own uh, website as well. Make sure you check that out. And don't be afraid to leave us a like, comment,
0: subscribe. Johnny Manziel, five-star rating. We appreciate you guys. Shout, Shout out to a great night. Thanks for Shout tuning out in. No one, you idiots, I did this by my fucking self.